Coconut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, the Law Offices of John Day, and Prentice Alsa Heating and Air. Good morning, everybody. This is John Dingens back with you here on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, and we have uh, Coach Bartlett, Mike Bartlett of the um, Stewart's Creek Redhawks, and good to see you, Coach. It seems like it's been years. Well, at least it has been one. It does seem like two years. Uh, we're just thankful and glad to be back at it. The uh, you've gotten off to a good start and, uh, and 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 had to start district play. No preseason what whatsoever really, um, but uh, you were able to survive against a pretty uh, tough little Rockville team. Yes, we were uh, fortunate to get out of there with a the sweep. Uh, they're very competitive. Talked with uh, Shea Deal, and I think they're further along in year two. Well, really, year one and however many games they've played further along than we were at this point in, in our program. Yeah, Coach, uh, it's been kind of a – I know we'll talk a minute here about the uh, the year that wasn't. I think what most people have maybe got two or three games in and then uh, the COVID deal hit. And uh, I know that had to be disheartening, to particularly to seniors and to you and uh, everybody in spring sports and – you know, if we knew what if we knew then what we know now, we probably could have played it. <laughs> I mean, really. Yes, hindsight's always so much clearer. Uh, we we could have played that one, and uh, we were really disappointed for our senior class. We felt like we had another good team, and to be shut down after four games was tough. Uh, made for a long, long spring. And thankfully, we got to see our seniors play a little bit in the summer. Most of them were on uh, one local team, so we did get to see them play some baseball. And um, it, it was been a long, long year. Almost, well, it was over a calendar year since we got to play. And uh, I think the most disappointing thing was you had to wait. You know, there was that hope out there for a little while that they were going to have games and try to play them. And, um, but that didn't come to fruition either. So it, it just really was a double whammy, I would think. Yeah, you're waiting for the other shoe to fall, and when it fell, it was um, a little, you know, the finality of it. That We preached to our guys the difference between high school baseball and what they do in the summer. Uh, there's a finality to high school baseball. Uh, when you're eliminated, you're eliminated. There is no tournament next week. There's no silver bracket, bronze bracket, pewter bracket. It's You're either the state champion or you're not, and the finality of it uh, in 2020 was it was difficult. And you have been in those situations where it is so difficult to win a state championship. I think maybe it's more more difficult than any sport uh, winning state tournaments, mainly because uh, you know you're pitching. You have to make so many different decisions. You've had to do that as well. And in order to get there, in order to win it, sometimes you just got to have a little luck. I would think. You got to have luck, and we talked last night after our game with Tullahoma that um, every year we've left thinking we needed more quality pitching, and that's what uh, we tried to build last night and try to emphasize to our guys that we have to have 
more than what you think because you're going to get into uh, extra innings. The year we, 17, we played a 12-inning game. Uh, played a eight, the next day we had an eight inning game so you've got to have you got to have some quality depth you've got and that's what we're trying to build during these preseason I mean early season tournaments and there's some restrictions to how many pitches they can throw and that kind of thing and I guess it I guess it's a day to day thing uh, when you're when you're trying to determine that when you when you finally get there. And uh, you, one thing about it, Stewart's Creek is really based, and and uh, credit to you and your staff, and and has really based a lot of things on the pitching. And you mentioned that having enough pitching, and Stewart's Creek historically, since the beginning, has been pretty fortunate with having some pretty good arms. Yes, Charlie Mitchell has been with us. Uh, he and I are the only two that have been here. The eight. Uh, however many years we've been open, if you count last year. Uh, Andy Schmelzer helps with the pitchers now. And uh, if we can consistently throw strikes, you're going to be in every game you're in and you never can lose a shutout. And that's that's everybody's goal. But that's that's our number one emphasis. If we can throw strike quality strikes, we're going to have a chance to win baseball games. That's a good point. It's good to have power arms, but it's also good to be able to throw strikes and get it across the plate. We've never had that really, really super-duper power arm, but we have had guys that could throw two or three pitches in the zone, you know, just off the zone. Um, so we've been fortunate. We're fortunate again this year. We've got some guys that can throw quality strikes. Let's talk a little bit about this year's team, and we'll start with pitching. This is a good opportunity to kind of highlight some of your guys, and let's start with the pitching staff. And um, I know you probably can do this off the top of your head, but uh, I'm going to test you and see if you can. I've got a piece of paper in front of me. <laughs> I figured you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Austin Wooten came out in game one against Rockville. He's a senior. Struck out, uh, pitched five innings, had 14 strikeouts. Uh, Zach Lawson is a sophomore. He's come in in both of those games, uh, pitched an inning or two of relief. And then Brett Von Dolan closed it out. Uh, Brett's a Brett's a junior. I have – no, he's – yes, he, I'm having a hard time with uh, what grade they're in because yeah. they lost that year. Uh, then we have senior Josh Dudley, left-handed pitcher. He'll get to throw today. Uh, Devin McCarron is another quality arm. He'll throw today. Um, Caleb Peterson, another junior. He started game two, went, I think, five shutout innings, several strikeouts. Um, last night, Cooper Newsom had a good start. Keenan Seasock came in. Got a couple innings, as did uh, Nick Kemp. Those guys are both juniors. Um, today we'll see some other we'll, – we'll test some other arms. We have some sophomores. Gage Hoover, uh, Gabe McLemore, we'll get a – try to get him some work. Uh, and we have some, uh, some young arms that uh, we're probably going to have to depend on at some point that we hadn't seen yet as well. And some of these weekend games, are, too, are – Kind of, kind of help you play teams outside your district. Kind of helps to get those arms, uh, get to at least get a chance to look at some. Yeah, same way with our lineup. We're trying to build not only a starting lineup, but build some bench depth. So last night we got to play some guys that didn't play in the first two games, and you know that's what we'll use. We have uh, two today, eleven and eleven. Page at four, so we're going to try our best to build a, a starting lineup as well as a you know, check check the depth of our bench. 
Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the – let's start with the catcher and uh, then go around that infield for us and uh, tell us uh, who's returning and uh, who you're looking forward to, to a good season. Uh, we have two catchers. Luke Diamond is a junior. He, he's gotten the bulk of the work. Uh, he got into a couple of games in 2020. Uh, right now he's one of our uh, most consistent hitters, putting barrel on the ball. He's backed up with a sophomore, Lex Falzone. Lex got his first uh, work last night in the varsity game and held his own. Uh, first base, we've got a little bit of depth there. Austin Wooten and Devin McCarron, both seniors, they're splitting time depending on who's pitching. Uh, Devin and Austin will also be used as our DH uh, role. They're both seniors. Um, Austin Austin got some significant pitching time in his, his first two years in the program, and Last year, obviously, it was cut short. Uh, right now, second base is Brett Von Dolan. Um, he's a primary starter, but he's also our closer. We've used Bryce Jackson there, Keenan Sayasok there. Uh, third base has been Alex Fernandez and Bryce Jackson. Um, Alex is a senior. He's also, we can put him anywhere probably but catcher. He'll pitch a little bit. Uh, he can play all three probably all four infield spots. He uh, got some time in the outfield to get him some reps out there. Uh, Bryce is coming out of basketball. Uh, you know, he's an outstanding basketball player in our program. He got a start last night. Um, shortstop is uh, Cooper Newsom. He's also, he pitched last night. I forgot that one. He threw, I think, four shutout innings. He, he's been an anchor at short so far, really solid defensively, hits in a two-hole for us. Outfield, uh, we have two seniors. Josh Dudley's played right field, swinging about really well right now. Maddox Liebrick is our left fielder. Um, they're both seniors. Reggie Cooper, another junior. Um, he's been our center fielder. And I mentioned Gage Hoover, Gabe McLemore, Taden Mooney Vong. They're all sophomores, and they'll get some. they'll get some time out there. And a lot of I've heard a lot of pitchers' names, and and that's what you have to do as a coach. You've got to kind of work it as the the rotation goes. But some of those arms are out there in the outfield as well, and uh, playing multiple positions, and that's something in high school you about got to do. Yes, you. Uh, it's very rare. Maybe. Yeah, I, I've been in it. This is year thirty six, and I don't know that I've ever had a been on a team that just had a pitching staff. That all they did was pitch and. That's a challenge for us as coaches to manage, you know, how much work they get, how much, you know, we don't want to overload their arms. And um, they, they as well, or they have to communicate with us to let us know where their arm is health-wise. And we're lucky to have, besides our, besides Austin Wooten, who's left-handed, he's the only guy that can't, can't play or hasn't played the other infield positions. So we are very versatile there. Several of our outfielders are, uh, you know, two-way guys, infield, outfield. So we're, we're lucky to have defensive depth. We're talking to Mike Bartlett, the head coach of the Stewart's Creek Redhawks, off to a dist- good district start uh, with a sweep over Rockvale. And they've doing, they're doing things a little different this year, Coach. You know, we, we, we haven't really talked about it too much, but – uh, two game series. Someone uh, they've got them in. You're in two two different divisions. I guess divisions would be the word to to call it. And tell us a little bit about that because I, I think you're going to play two two game series and three game series. 
Yes, we've divided in half. Uh, I really don't understand it. I just look at the schedule and see who's next. <laughs> but we have uh, Rockville, Laverne, Oakland, and Siegel. We'll play them the first four district series is two-game series. Then we end up with Blackman, Smyrna, Riverdale with three-game series. Um I was one of the ones that voted against that. I wanted to play the old three-game series. Uh, unless you've done that, nobody can explain the, you know, the, the competitive nature of those games. And uh, we, I just, I, those are great, and I loved it, and I got voted out. <laughs> the uh, and you've got some really good teams, and uh, every year it's a dogfight um, in in our district. And um, you know, I know Siegel's pretty tough, and. Oakland's uh, got some arms. I, it, it, it just a lot of a lot of it depends on who's playing well at the right time. I mean, and I guess you can make up a lot of ground if you can, um, you know, play. But with two game series, you may not get to quite make up the ground as you as as in the past. But uh, it's interesting to note that every time, you know, I think uh, two years ago you guys started off a little slow, and then came on like gangbusters at the end. And uh, that can happen in baseball, which it can't happen in, in a lot of other sports. Right. The, the thing we preach to our players is the district tournament's a great equalizer. I think it was 2018 we limped across the finish line. We were fifth place, 9-9. Nine and nine. Riverdale had beat us three times just unmercifully. And something happened. We got hot. We ended up winning the district tournament and made it back to the state tournament. Um, that It's different. And... Uh, we try to preach to our kids we've got to play our best baseball in May when it absolutely matters. Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a biggie. Um, okay, uh, I guess I want to make sure I covered everybody. You had a chance to talk to ever, talk about everybody. That, uh, anything else you want to add to that or that I don't want to leave anything out? I think I covered everybody. Uh, man, we're just glad to be playing baseball again and got lucky last week with really good weather. Last night wasn't nearly as bad as we anticipated so um, hopefully it's going to be another warm spring and just enough rain to keep the grass green well i do know one thing this weekend is going to be pretty nice so get get a chance to play two today that's uh going to be pretty good weather at least sunny anyway coach it's always a pleasure to talk to you and good luck this year i know uh many are predicting you to do uh, have a pretty good season and uh good luck to the red hawks this year Thanks very much, John. All right. That's Mike Bartlett, head coach of the Stewart's Creek Red Hawks. They're going to be in the hunt this year. And when we come back, we're going to talk to another coach that's going to be in the hunt as well, Coach Craig Revis of the Seagull Stars, as we continue here on the Prentice of Heating and Air, Coach's Corner. Head over to J. Mullen Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom-designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries, whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. That's at 352 West Northville Boulevard or online at mullinsjewelry.com. 